You're listening to Hurricane Season, the podcast. Be aware and be hurricane prepared each and every morning throughout the season. And now, here's Mark Sutton with a look at the tropics. Good morning to you. It is Monday, July 5th, 2021, and here's what's going on across the tropics today. Obviously, the top story is Tropical Storm Elsa, and as of the 8 a.m. Eastern Time Intermediate Advisory from the National Hurricane Center, top winds are 65 miles per hour, and the pressure has come up just a little bit to 1,006 millibars. Obviously, Elsa is not particularly strong, but that being said, there still will be impacts. There have been impacts in the form of very heavy rain for Jamaica. That is now spreading over Cuba. And eventually, all of this is going to move into Florida from the Keys, going north from there through the big population areas of South Florida, both the southeast coast and over to the southwest coast and points north from there, mainly because Elsa will continue to be what we call a mostly east-weighted system, meaning that most of the nasty weather is going to be on the east side of the center of low pressure. It is not symmetrical because of stronger upper-level winds, kind of displacing most of the energy off to the east of the lowest pressure center. And so as Elsa moves along the west coast of Florida or just offshore, that will put almost the entire peninsula at one time or another in the worst of the weather. What does that mean? Well, you'll get these heavy rain bands that'll dump one to three, maybe five inches of rain, maybe locally higher amounts that can lead to flash flooding, urban flooding, and it can make interstate travel and even secondary road travel very difficult, and that becomes the hazard. Remember what happened during Tropical Storm Claudette and its rainfall in Alabama recently? Unfortunately, several people lost their lives on Interstate 65 south of Montgomery, and that is because of the heavy rain causing a big pileup. Yes, rain and water is an impact, not just storm surge when we talk about water. But speaking of storm surge, yes, there could be anywhere from one to three feet and as much as two to four feet, depending on the exact area. You know the Florida coast better than me if you're listening from that area and you know what I'm talking about. It just depends on the local, what we call bathymetry, the offshore slope of the continental shelf and the shape of the coastline and the onshore flow. A lot of different factors, but we're not expecting much more than four feet of surge maximum maybe up near the Tampa Bay area and the usual storm surge prone locations. An isolated tornado is certainly possible in some of the heavier rain bands. All of this is going to spread to the north, into Georgia and across the Carolinas over the coming days. I will discuss that and much more, including what to expect as far as impacts from a graphical point of view. Can't do graphics on an audio podcast, so we'll cover that in my morning hurricane outlook and discussion posted on YouTube coming up here within the next hour or so at youtube.com slash hurricane track. As always, thanks for starting your day with me. I appreciate it. I am Mark Suddeth. This has been Hurricane Season, the podcast. I'll have more for you tomorrow morning.